Hello again, gentlemen. Welcome to the first day of Thatch's Thatch Can Style Wrestling. There's a lot of glare coming off that dome of yours. Squirrel nut! What does WrestleMania mean to Brock Lesnar? It's a day that I get to show up, kick somebody's ass, and get paid to do so. Crying out loud, you can't use a thing with you swearing like that. I don't give a damn. I came up here for a purpose to prove some son of a bitch and thing. And I'll tell you what I came to prove, that Lawler didn't have the guts. Hey there, folks. Welcome to We Don't Know Wrestling 121. I am your host, Sam DiMaggio. And I'm remembering I have my version of a soapbox right here, right in front of me, over here on the We Don't Know Wrestling Podcast Network. And I want to use this opportunity to do just that. There's been some news that's come out that has not been the most deeply problematic stuff you've ever imagined. But... It is stuff that's been just frustrating me, just getting me heated, getting me hot, getting me bothered. And before we get into it, we're going to talk about some things that aren't getting me hot and bothered or just getting me excited in a completely different way. So first up, I do want to kind of mention, if you have not submitted a ballot to the Chris 100, either do that or do what I'm doing and catch up on all your 2022 professional wrestling watching and then submit a ballot to the Chris 100, a ranking of the top 100 wrestlers of the year. I think uh, it is a sort of extension of both the WKO 100 and the formerly We Don't Know Wrestling 100. It feels like there is definitely a smaller group of folks that are submitting, but with a, you know what, a better sense of taste than the folks that were submitting ballots to the We Don't Know Wrestling 100. And I'm excited to be part of it this year. I think I've watched enough wrestling with the indies to at least have a, a grap, grasp on things in a way that I have in the past couple of years. And I am excited about wrestling in a way I haven't been for the past couple of years. One of my kind of focal points over the next week is going to be watching Lucha because Lucha is good. And one of the things that has happened over the past few days that I've realized is Negro Casas, still great, still really, really good at the professional wrestling. Something that I was a little bit surprised about, quite frankly, because the way people talk about Lucha, you might as well think, oh, he finally crusted. He reached the zenith and since the pandemic, he might as well not exist. It's Atlantis Jr. this, Atlantis Jr. that, maybe Sabrano. But no, Casas is no longer the mix of talked about. But then I've watched some matches. And I'm like, oh no, he's still one of the top two best wrestlers and trios match he's in. He's a special talent and he remains such in his old age. He's a blessing to us and we should really be thankful for that. But the things that has been frustrating me, the actual hot and bothering 
part that's been going on recently is GCW. They've announced their collective, their WrestleMania weekend set of events coming up in March, April for the set of shows. It looks like they're going to be running one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten shows, and then the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame occurring on Sunday. And it is a travesty. It is disgusting. One of the things that I see pop up a lot of the times is that, like, doing 12 shows, it's too much. or oversaturating things. And I agree with it, but not for those simplistic of reasons. It isn't just that they're running 12 shows. Running 10 shows, I guess, in this instance. They're going to be running nine shows. Well, actually, eight shows. Then I'm not going to be, G- they're going to be running eight shows that are GCW related. There are no really outside promotions outside of DDT and Sino- Santino Brothers. And they're going to have their own shows during the collective. But otherwise, it's all GCW all the time. And for better or worse, GCW has essentially created a match generator where they're bringing in big names and producing sometimes good matches, not super often producing great matches but like frankly they they produce a lot of good wrestling throughout the year because they're going to run way more shows than any other independent professional wrestling company but when you're bringing Yamato in and you're bringing Two Cold Scorpio in on the regular and you're now bringing Motor City Machine Guns in for some matches you've brought in Briscoes for just spot shows here and there how do you get excited about the marquee events when it doesn't feel like there's any difference in ideology, no thoughts that are going into it that differentiate it from the other shows you're running all year long. You're bringing in some big name international talent still. You're putting on mat- quote unquote dream matches. Eh. You're putting on death matches and there's no real big stories with good professional wrestlers to draw you in. And it feels like that's the key that promoters often forget about, that doing angles, doing storylines, that alone is what people are asking for when they make that remark. On contraire, they want to see the good professional wrestlers have those engaging storylines, having those engaging programs. They don't want to see whatever dipshit you're trying out there to do whatever the fuck they're doing. They want to see the good professional wrestlers not just wrestle, but have engaging performances in a, in a different sense. And GCW just does not do that from sh- on a show-to-show basis. And that just kind of leads to, what do you even do with this weekend? You're going to have Bloodsport 9. Like, Bloodsport? I don't even know what it is at this point. Like, there have been a number of good shows, but the differentiator is Josh Barnett, who's... I think a great professional wrestler, even though he's a fucking wild one in the head in the head there. But you don't get as many of those unique performances and unique wrestlers as you did, feels like, in those first few blood sports between Matt Riddle and him. And then you have Evie's big gay brunch. He's now they've done those shows, I think, outside of the collective as well. Like, I don't know. Maybe cool. I, I, who could care? 
Then Gringo Loco is the world on Lucha. GCW has become so Luchified, at least in their belief in what Lucha is, that it's hard to take those shows seriously because how is it different than every other show they're running again throughout the year? And that's the big thing is that these shows are a big variety shows, but when it comes to doing the more specific shows, they don't hammer it home. They don't do the thing you need to do to make it feel unique. What are you going to do? Cancel Negro Casas for the third time? You just, you just can't. You just can't do it. Then Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F. It's another instance where it's like, oh, that's for the younger performers. These folks are going to be the ones wrestling on GCW across a weekend anyway. I don't know how you could possibly care. This isn't going to be like a tryout show or even a quasi tryout show. It never was. Again, it just doesn't feel like it differentiates itself enough from what could be. You do have DDT there. That's going to be fun. I think I'm hopeful that turns out well for everyone. DDT versus GCW is a act against the wrestling gods themselves. What two promotions would I want to see wrestle each other less than those two? It's hard to say, quite frankly. Spring Break 7. The Spring Break names in the trash. And again, it feels like they're doing such like big name wrestlers, especially big imports now that like, how are you going to do it? How are you going to even make a splash at this point for spring break? Those matches just don't exist anymore. Emo fight, fuck off. And then the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame, a, th- a thing that I think GCW does that I think is is discussion, dis- well, not the most disgusting promotional tactic of the year, but I think it's ugly. I think it's a bad look. I think they picked the right names thereabouts for that first class for the Indie Wrestling Professional ugh, Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. But still, ugh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I didn't bring up for the culture. Obviously, the wrestler that they associated themselves the most with is now been sort. It's canceled more or less. Where that definitely takes a ding to the whole project there the whole idea behind it Uh, the hope is that they still find kind of their footing but again we've talked about this before we've you've heard it so much on qntr about kind of gcw's approach to black wrestlers Uh, and it's just it's not good it's bad and like who is this show for at this point you can't keep doing these targeted shows towards diversity quite frankly and then for the rest of the year really not bring these folks into the fold or not make this part of your identity throughout the year it's just a deeply frustrating thing and king of trios from chikara really understood how to do a weekend of wrestling best it was three shows and then a fan conclave and that really gave you an opportunity to get engrossed with the rest of the crowd meet wrestlers yada 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 but also didn't give me enough wrestling shows to get burnt out. Or then someone brought up on Twitter, the WXW weekend of shows, because usually they'll do like a tournament plus one to two other shows, whether they be an ambition or whether they be a, a garage, uh, not training, a, a school show, essentially, a training school show where it's kind of a more intimate venue. Those shows are all unique. 
one, the tournament is differentiated from all the other WXW shows that they do. And then the one to two other shows they'll do are going to be different than the tournament, which are also going to be different than the regular shows. So it's just like they understand how to make it unique and how to make it fresh. Even if you're seeing a lot of the same people, there's a new different context at play. And GCW is just putting different branding. They're not giving an additional context by and large for those eight of ten fucking shows. I guess that's where I'm at. Like, I'm just, I was so frustrated to see that and then to see the takes of, like, oh, these are just bad to do this many shows. And, like, yes, like, have that take. That's totally valid. I did a WrestleMania weekend where I did a whole bunch of shows and it sucked. Like, I loved, I love professional wrestling, but I was just like, oh, I do have a limit. Also, I want to go to bed at, honestly, 9 p.m. I was going to say 10 p.m., but, like, frankly, I want to go to bed at 9 p.m., and if I'm starting at noon or even sometimes earlier, I'm not going to make it. Just going to get crushed eventually. So that's valid. Then the oversaturation of wrestlers, that shouldn't be on the wrestlers' fault. Like, how can you go, go, go for that many shows at that point? Like, you can't put in your best performances when you're wrestling that many times. Again, I feel like I do this every year. Just have this sort of just frustration and then IWTV, I don't know if they're even going to do a weekend. They have now Rustable that they do that I think sort of takes its place, which has, frankly, quite similar problems to what this is. But I'm less frustrated by that just in the sense that it feels like they're attempting to be a little different between the shows and that it's not just doing the same thing that they're doing all year long. Um, they're do, they're making the prestige is going to make the most of what they could do in new England stuff like that. But yeah, I guess I wanted to get on this soapbox for 10 minutes or so to at least be like, what the hell is going on and why do we keep doing this? And how do we get something better? How do we have more wrestling promotions that are producing weekends of wrestling that are enjoyable but feel like events. Because we have now so many wrestling promotions where they are running weekends of shows. Like ICW, they're running re- weekends of shows every time they're going out. And they're bringing in folks from whatever region they're in, and that's, I think, neat and helps make it feel fresh every time. And I was like, if you're, hey, you're going to see an ICW show in New Jersey or Chattanooga, they're going to have some different factors there. There's going to be a little bit regional flair when you get down to Chattanooga. But, man, I'm just having a hard time when there's no promotion that makes it feel like an event for a weekend. I don't sign up at SCI. It feels like they've made a comeback of making SCI again feel like a big deal, which I think is not a small feat because that tournament kind of, I don't think the quality had drastically gone down, but the specialness that had been going on it sort of dwindled, I think, the past couple of years, past few years. And going back to Saudi Daisy, School, high school, it definitely <laughs> makes a difference when you're in the big gymnasium. It makes it feel less like uh, you're being stuffed into a shoebox, more or less. But what I need, I want other promotions to maybe take that step. It's not easy. It's easier said than done. I'm making it feel like, oh, every promotion under the sun was doing this back in the day. No, you had your cars, you had your AWs with AIWs with. Jay Litz, and there's a lot of tournaments that were just like 
big tentpole events. Um, but you also had the American Rana from beyond feel like a bigger deal previously, even if it wasn't a weekend of shows, if you still feel like, oh, that's the big event. And I think we're missing that more or less, like less indies having their big tentpole where like all the stops are being let out and then matches you didn't think you would quite see happen. But more often now than ever, those matches that you didn't think would happen are just happening on a regular cadence, which I think is good, I guess. Maybe. But it feels like it's just those matches are one of a dozen of who cares, who gets a shit. All right, I'm going to get off now, but thanks for listening for me yammering about for being hot and bothered about GCW of all fucking promotions. Thank you for listening. Go follow us at WDKWPN on Twitter.